Hey, and welcome to Fangirl NFL Show. This will be your one-stop shop for all things game day. It's a weekly chat with your football besties. Whether it's the most exciting matchups of the week or tips on how to make the most of your game day, Haley and Sydney keep it fun throughout the NFL season. So grab a drink, listen to us while you're sitting in traffic, but please don't do both at the same time. Either way, get ready to fangirl about football with us week after week. It's Haley, and I am back to honestly record one of the harder podcasts that I've recorded in my lifetime. Um, as everybody knows and saw on Monday night during Monday Night Football, one of our dear Buffalo Bills players, Debar Hamlin, suffered cardiac arrest after taking a hit from one of the Cincinnati Bengals players, T. Higgins. And today I really just wanted to talk about the whole situation, the feelings and kind of aftermath of all of this and, you know, what it's been like to experience this as a Buffalo Bills fan um, and as somebody that is deeply rooted in that community and happens to be in Buffalo right now visiting family. So I want to get into that. I do have to mention that this show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and the easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. So head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Oh, and, you know, this is something that nobody would have ever bet on happening. These players and the things that, you know, I've heard now listening to ESPN and NFL Network and all of the analysts that have done such a great job of trying to talk about this situation in a in a you know positive way, um, putting positive vibes out there, making sure that people and Demar know how supported and loved he is. Um, I it's honestly just hard to talk about because it's not something that these players would ever think would happen. You know, when you watch NFL, there is a huge chance that these guys are going to get hurt during these games. They know that they've seen it their entire careers. A lot of these analysts are talking about how, you know, you're a bit calloused to that situation because you do know that this is a, a major possibility. And that's still not even close to the feeling and the feeling that these guys had and what we witnessed on Monday night. And I already feel like I'm not even <laughs> talking in like a, you know, a beautifully smooth type of way, but I have to be completely honest. I am still emotional about this. I was going to tape this podcast yesterday, but I had to give myself some more time to really just live in those emotions. You know, as somebody that's from Buffalo was born and raised here. I'm in Buffalo right now. I was just home for Christmas during the crazy storm that just took 40 lives in Buffalo. There's a lot that has happened to the city over this year. And quite honestly, it's emotionally exhausting. And then to see Damar Hamlin go down in such a manner was 
shocking, was sad, devastating, and just honestly quite unbelievable. Um, I was watching the game with some good friends of mine, and, you know, he got hit. He immediately stood back up and then fell down like, you know, a solid board. Um, And I think immediately our reaction was, oh, God, that almost seemed like maybe he had a concussion and was completely knocked out, even to the point where you're thinking, okay, maybe it's a spinal cord issue. There was not a thought in my mind right away that it could have possibly have been cardiac arrest. But then when you see somebody like Stefan Diggs, Dane Jackson, these guys all of a sudden are bawling their eyes out. And I immediately had a pit in my stomach. My stomach dropped. And I said to my friends, oh, my God, did he die? Then we hear the reports that he's being administered CPR on the field. I think at that point, our room where we were watching with our friends was completely silent. I was tearing up watching these players, watching Sean McDermott, watching some of the the you know, the staff and the players immediately start to pray. I think you quickly realized how just very, very serious this was. And those nine minutes that he was on the field, and I think it took him somewhere around maybe 17 minutes to completely get in the ambulance and get off the field, felt like a lifetime. Felt like an absolute lifetime. And what's so hard about these situations is, you know, these analysts have time to fill now on air which they did a great job. I think for the most part, everyone did a fantastic job. But there's so much speculating happening and there's so many people trying to say certain things or, you know, whatever the case may be, but everyone just wants them to be okay. And I sat there for the next couple of hours watching coverage, just hoping and praying that we were going to get some type of update once he got to the hospital, but it's just terrible. And, you know, we haven't gotten too many updates. I did read this morning from one of his family friends, excuse me, who's been updating people on Twitter that he, you know, it wasn't very specific. He said he couldn't give specifics, but that the doctors were looking for um, him to improve on a certain few, you know, levels overnight and that they needed to see those levels improved by the morning and they were improved by the morning thank goodness um so that is pretty much the most updates that we've been given um you know when you're reading about other people that have been in this situation and they're sharing their stories on social media they're i mean it's very common that he's still you know sedated and um they're letting his body recuperate and rest and, you know, building up the use of his organs and his brain and all of those kinds of things. But I think as a member of this community and really everyone around the world, I mean, the support that he's received is just incredible to see and so heartwarming. Um, But you're just hoping for some little bit of information because you're worried about him so much, but you're also worried about all of his teammates that just went through this terribly tragic experience having to watch their good friend their brother um receive cpr on the ground i mean it's just unthinkable it's unthinkable and it's unthinkable that his family was there 
to watch all of this. And, you know, it's a blessing. I'm so happy that his mother was there because his mother was able to get onto the field and get into the ambulance while he was right before he was transported to the hospital. And thank God she was there because that support, whether, you know, DeMar knows it or not, like that is going to help. That support system there is going to help. They have been praying and putting out positive thoughts and trying to update media that are outside of the hospital as much as they can. And I really just can't say enough about um, the Cincinnati Bengals organization as well. The way that you saw Joe Burrow and their coach and, you know, really everybody from that organization put football aside immediately just gave me so much respect for the whole organization. And you're seeing it now with all NFL teams. You know, they've all changed their banners on their social media accounts to pray for three and pray for DeMar. And the stadiums have been lighting up their stadiums with red, white, and blue lights in honor of DeMar. And it's just fantastic to see because at the end of the day, this is a game. This is a game that we all love. We're so connected to. And it's a game that all of these players love, but it is not the most important thing in the world. The most important thing in the world right now is that we continue to pray for DeMar and that he gets better and that he recovers. And I'm, gosh, I'm praying that he recovers fully because, you know, it's just an unthinkable, unthinkable experience. Um, a couple of things that when I was watching, you know, the reactions around the world yesterday, couple of things that really stood out. One, DeMar has a GoFundMe page for his foundation, Chasing M's. And it's uh, a fantastic foundation that's helping his hometown in Pittsburgh. And um, they originally had a goal for their first toy drive of $2,500. <laughs> and I'm laughing because as I checked this morning, that goal had been well surpassed we were over six million dollars in donations from around the world from other players from some of the organizations i saw that uh the patriots donated almost twenty thousand dollars today and you know if you know the bills patriots rivalry it's gonna mean it means so much to us as bills fans to see something like that because again they're putting the person they're putting our organization they're putting the health and well-being and just support above football and above that rivalry. And um, it's amazing to see. So, of course, that stood out. If you uh, haven't seen that GoFundMe page, if you can't donate, it's totally fine. But I urge you to go read the comments that people have been posting. You know, they're posting where they've been donating from. They're posting prayers. They're posting positive messages to DeMar. Um, and just to see that people are donating from all over the world is truly incredible. You know, as much as we don't want to see these situations ever happen, and I hope to God we never have to see this ever, ever again. I am I am filled with, I don't know, hope, I guess, knowing that people come together like this in terrible times. You know, there's... There's so much that goes on in the world that can be so negative. And this, um, although is a, just a terrible situation, silver lining is that when DeMar wakes up, when he wakes up, he will be able to see the support, the love, the generosity that everybody has for him 
and for his foundation and just the amount of rallying that everybody did behind him. So that was something that majorly stuck out to me. Uh, Also, Dan Orlovsky yesterday, man, I don't know what it was about this, probably just because I haven't ever seen it before, really just struck a chord. Um, You know, I'm somebody that was raised Catholic, uh, did the whole Sunday school thing, and can't sit here and say that I've been a good churchgoer for a while. Um, Do I believe in God? Yes. Do I feel like prayer works? Yes. Do I consistently go to church? No. But seeing Dan Orlovsky pray on the air yesterday, I mean, literally stop his analysis or, you know, their conversation and say, I need to I just feel like I need to do this now. I need to bow my head, close my eyes, and I need to pray for Damar. Oh, something about it just kind of gave me chills that he was able to put his faith and put what he felt like he needed to do above what people were probably going to comment, you know, and that just really, really struck a chord with me. So massive respect to Dan Orlovsky yesterday. Um, also, the, you know, Bill's organization um, and Jill Kelly, who is Jim Kelly's wife, she put together a candlelight vigil yesterday outside of Highmark Stadium at 3 p.m., you know, asked everybody to say a prayer at 3 p.m. There were 150 plus people that showed up at the stadium to pray together for DeMar. I mean, there's just... It doesn't make much doesn't make much sense. I feel like unless you're maybe from Buffalo, but I've never met Demar. I will most likely never meet Demar. I haven't. It's possible I haven't met it. Yeah, I don't think I've met actually any of the current players on the Bills team yet. Because I was born and raised here, and because the Bills are so ingrained in the city of Buffalo, and it's very much the identity of Buffalo is the Buffalo Bills. It feels like this is happening to a family member. And that might sound dramatic, but I can't describe it any other way. It feels like my family is going through this. You know, I am waking up and refreshing my phone instantly in the morning to see if there are updates. The friends that I watch the game with, we're in a group chat where we're sending each other updates anytime there's any little tweet or something that comes out that is new information. I sat yesterday and watched hours of coverage hoping to hear something, even though it was more videos of the guys on the field watching this again and seeing these guys cry again and then making me cry again. And it was almost to the point where I was like, Haley, I have to turn this off or it's just not (laughs) it's not healthy at this point. You know, I would be remiss not to mention that I'm also praying for T. Higgins. I can't imagine being in his situation and feeling like, you know, if he didn't have that situation or if we didn't make that hit or whatever the case that we wouldn't be watching all of this go down. And it is so not his fault. It's not on him. And I just hope that he knows that and knows that we're all here to support him as well. Um, There were some chilling videos of him walking out of the stadium and out of the, you know, locker rooms, hand in arm in arm with his mom. And she's been vocal on Twitter about how they're still praying for Damar and praying for T and just, It's just such a sad situation all around, but I just hope that he knows that this is not his fault and that we're all with him and thinking about him and praying for him. And I know that um, people have actually started to go donate to his 
foundation that he was uh, raising awareness for on his cause for cleats. So I think that's fantastic. It's what the Bills Mafia does. This is how we know how to react to these types of situations. When we're in bad situations, we donate. <laughs> we raise money. We try to make light of these things in the only you know good ways we know how. And so I just hope that he knows that we're with him and we're thinking about him. And, um, you know, I, again, hope that if he needs to be talking with someone that he is and is getting the support from his team uh, that I know he's getting just based on how they all reacted to this current situation. So, yeah, we're with you, T. You know, I want to leave everybody with these thoughts and I would love to hear everyone's thoughts as well and, you know, find me on social media so we could chat about it because I do think talking about it and being positive about it is going to help. We need to put that positive energy out there. But I just have to, you know, leave this with, I'm praying for DeMar. I'm praying that he has a full recovery and that he's one of the lucky ones that has a full recovery. And I'm hoping that all of his friends and Bills players and family can continue on, you know, the next couple of weeks where this is undoubtedly going to get to a weird crossroads where the NFL has to make some decisions about the continuation of play and how the season is going to finish. And while it seems so insignificant right now, it's unfortunate that that is going to happen. And so I just hope that the players are getting the help that they need mentally, talking to somebody if they need to, having open conversations with their brothers and their teammates, and, you know, not feeling like they have to, at this point in time, be strong. It's not a time that these guys have to be strong. They have to feel these emotions. They have to go through, you know, everything that they're thinking and get that out there and not keep that in so that it hurts them inside. And I'm just praying that everyone is going to be okay, especially DeMar. So I hope that the next time we speak next week, um, there are some amazing updates and we're talking about how he is awake and healthy and has full brain function and all of the things. And that would be truly the best, you know, Christmas gift and the best gift coming into the new year. So thanks for listening and having, uh, you know, a bit of a weird, hard discussion. And I'll talk to you guys all next week. And don't forget that if you are watching football this weekend and, you know, continuing to enjoy the end of the season here before the playoffs, you can create and uh, get all of your bets out there with Bet Online, and you can use the 50% discount that you're getting with code BELIEVE. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.